Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in 2 Kings 2, verses 15 to the end of the chapter. And if you remember yesterday, Elijah was taken up to heaven in a chariot of fire by horses of fire, in a remarkable scene. And Elisha has been confirmed now as Elijah's successor, a prophet of God, a spokesman of God. Here in this text today, we're going to see a couple miracles that further confirm him in front of the people as a prophet of God. He's already used Elijah's cloak at the end of yesterday's text to part the waters, thus being like a second Joshua. And in today's text, we'll see a couple more incredible miracles that he's part of. Let's go to 15 and following. Now, when the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho saw Elisha opposite them, they said, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. And they said to him, behold, now there are with your servants, 50 strong men. Please let them go and seek your master, Elijah. It may be at, that the spirit of the Lord has caught Elijah up and cast him onto some mountain or into some valley. And Elisha said, you shall not send. But when they urged him until he was ashamed, Elisha said, send. They sent therefore 50 men. And for three days, they sought Elijah, but did not find him. And they came back to Elisha while he was staying at Jericho and said to them, and he said to them, did I not say to you, do not go? And so here, these prophets are trying to figure out what the heck happened to Elisha in yesterday's text. They think that somehow God swept him up in this windstorm with these chariots and horses of fire and like put him out on a mountain or in a valley. They want to go recover his body and give him a proper burial, but that's not what happened. He went to heaven. He didn't die. Verse 19. Now, the men of the city said to Elisha, Behold, the situation of this city is pleasant as my Lord sees it, but the water is bad and the land is unfruitful. Elisha said, bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. So he brought it to them. So they brought it to him. Then he went to the spring of water, threw the salt in and said, thus says the Lord, I have healed this water from now on, neither death nor miscarriage shall come from it. So the water has been healed to this day, according to the word that Elisha spoke. So this is an incredible miracle where God uses this prophet Elisha to bless the people. They've got bad contaminated water. He asked for a new bowl and some salt. Obviously, this is symbolic. Just a little bit of that wouldn't fix a freely, continuously flowing spring. But salt is part of what God stipulated to be part of grain offerings in Leviticus, part of the covenant relationship between God and his people, Israel. And there are a couple other places where salt is used in certain rituals. And so he says, go get this salt, fixes the well with it. God's power is being shown through Elisha, and he's being proven to be a prophet of the one true God. Now check this out. This is crazy. Verse 23. Elisha went up from there to Bethel, and while he was going up on the way, some small boys came out of the city and jeered at him, saying, Go up, you bald head, go up, you bald head. And he turned around, and when he saw them, he cursed them in the name of the Lord, and two she-bears came out of the woods and tore 42 of the boys. From there he went on to Mount Carmel, and from there he returned to Samaria. This is incredible. I remember when I was a college ministry director, one of the guys who was in our ministry had been reading his Bible, and he came up to me one day kind of kind of excited and said, you know, Reister, have you seen uh, this portion in Scripture where Elisha calls down a curse on these boys and bears come out of the woods and maul them? And he could not believe this was in the Bible, and you wouldn't believe it was in the Bible except for that here it is. 
And so what the heck is going on here? Well, we got to remember what we've said in previous devotions, that Bethel is the northernmost part of the northern kingdom. And the northern kingdom is apostate. They have split away from the southern kingdom. They've gone to worship false gods. In fact, in Bethel, Ahab, the evil king with his wife Jezebel, that's one of the places where they set up a place to worship false gods. And so this is a, abhorrent to the Lord. And this is bad territory. And here, Elisha, this prophet of God, is in this territory and in this region, and he's he's at war with all these false prophets and these false ideas. And this is just his lot in life. This is his calling. And so these, these boys come out and start to jeer at him. And it's not just jeering at Elisha. This isn't just a personal offense to Elisha, but because he's a prophet of God, this is an affront to God himself. And so... Here come these two bears out of the woods and tear these boys up. Doesn't say they were killed. Doesn't say they weren't killed. Uh, we're not sure. But why would God, how could a loving and, and compassionate and gracious God do that? Well, you got to remember that God is also holy and righteous and just. He's, he's wrathful towards sin. And he's justified in being all those things. So how could, obviously, you can see the justice and the righteousness and the holiness and the wrath of God against sin played out in this. How could this possibly be compassionate and loving and gracious? Well, here's the thing, is when God's children, Israel, are wayward, he's going to do whatever he can to get them to turn their hearts back to him. There's one commentator in this text who said, if the people of the northern kingdom would have repented for all of their false worship, if they would have turned around back to the one true God, forsaken their idols, as a result of this tragedy, this crazy event that happened with 42 of the boys from their area being torn up by bears, if they had repented, God would have spared them likely from being handed over and falling to the Assyrians, which is going to happen here in the not too distant future in the Bible overview. But they didn't repent. And so God is going to do whatever means possible because he loves his children, to turn them back to him. We can be thankful that this same God loves us enough to create a way to turn us back to him, namely through the person of Jesus Christ who lived a perfect life, died a sinless death, and set up this great exchange that whereby if we put our faith and trust in him, we get the righteousness that he lived, we get the perfection that he lived, we get the meeting of every jot and tittle of the law that he lived attributed to us, and we get the penalty that we deserve to pay death, Mark paid, on our account. That's a gracious God who poured out his wrath against sin on his own son, Jesus Christ. He was totally just and is totally righteous. He's loving and merciful, and through faith in Christ allows us to be part of his family, even though we don't deserve to be. What a great gospel. What a great God. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. 
If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.